Welcome back to Batcast 66. It's a podcast where we watch every episode of Batman from 1966. Uh, yeah. Today we're talking about episode 24, Give Him the Axe. It's the second part of the third Riddler story. Yeah, and uh, we're about to see Batman and Robin be boiled alive in a vat of molten wax or something. Yeah, yeah the, he, the Riddler's going to give them as statues to the wax museum and like and we're gonna pay dividends because he stole the batman one it's like i'll give him one of robin so well, apparently when you boil wax it gives off a lot of noxious fumes because uh it forces our uh our villains to run away and watch them from like a candled periscope underneath the factory for some reason yeah what a weird thing for this factory to have i wonder if that was like installed after the bad guys moved in that was always there yeah i mean i don't work at a candle factory i don't know how i mean they need an excuse for the villains to get away so batman and robin could uh escape yes so while the villains are watching through this periscope uh moth gets a turn and just is Keeps talking about how handsome Batman is. Yeah. And then um, Riddler says something like, control your emotions. And I wrote my notes. This is the last guy you should be giving that, like, getting that advice from. Because <laughs> he's just, like, so manic and unhinged and, like, laughing and, I don't know. He's, like, he's got, like, no, like, filter on, like, his ego and id. Like. I... I feel like the Joker, oh, God damn it. I did it again. The yeah, Riddler yeah. <laughs> just uh, should just kill her. Yeah. Like, not that I want that to happen to her. I think she's cool and, like, would love to just see her come back as her own villain. Yeah. Maybe she becomes Killer Moth. Whoa, that would be so sick. Yeah, I don't think Killer Moth existed in the comics yet. Uh, but yeah, I mean... I guess, like, the only, like, person who betrayed their, like, guest supervillain was Blaze. Yeah, with false face. Yeah, but just, like... Well, like Joker did try to kill um, what's her name, the classmate Grayson, yeah, in that one episode. Game what? Like, I remember all or these... something. I'm just like, oh, that's too bad, but you know, whatever. I'm a super villain, like monster. So, yeah, I just think it's. And Catwoman one was gonna kill her guys too, so she could take all the treasure herself. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I feel like once they fall under the sexy Batman spell. That bat allure. Yeah, they're they're ruined. I mean, yeah. like. They're a liability, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna fuck up your, your shit. Yeah. Uh, I guess that doesn't really happen to Moth, though. So maybe I'm the one jumping the gun. But Yeah, maybe you're the one that's sexist. Yeah, I guess so. But I was just like, oh, shit, I can see it now. Moth is going to betray Riddler. Yeah. Uh, 
Batman notices these barrels of explosive chemicals just hanging. Yeah, so the barrels have like the the chemical compound like on printed on the front of them, and like it's sort of turned to the side so he can't see the end, but like he deduces that that's what it is, and of course he's right. Of course, he's Batman. Yeah. So he uses his belt buckle to it's like reflective. Yeah, it's so reflective that he bounces sunlight off of the belt buckle. Yeah, to heat it up to blow themselves free. Like Yeah. So there's a huge explosion. I mean, I kind of like this better than like bulletproof rubber soles on their shoes. Oh, way better than yeah. bulletproof. I <laughs> hate that. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't hate that. It's definitely fits I don't hate it in the context of this series. If that happened in the comics now, I'd be like, that's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well Yeah, they're blown free, but they lie still, so uh Without checking their pulse or anything, yeah. Riddler celebrates their deaths. Yeah. I feel like he says another poem here. Mm-hmm. Because he was spouting some poetry last episode. Uh, so the gang is all set to like continue on with the plan, get this treasure... And before they go, the Riddler's like, all right, wait one second. I have to call Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. And the gang, like, calls him out. They're like, why? Why do you have to call Commissioner Gordon? He's got to leave a riddle. Yeah. And I thought that was so interesting. Yeah, I thought that was cool that they did that. Yeah. They're just like, yo, dude, you know you don't have to call him. Yeah. But yeah, he just can't help himself. Uh, the gang leaves. They leave the Batmobile there because it's it stands out too much in traffic. So I, they'll just drive the regular getaway car. I mean, that makes sense. The other one's like a white van. Yeah. Um. So the riddle he leaves the commissioner is what has four legs, runs day and night, and never gets anywhere. Did you get this one? I thought it was going to be like some sort of racetrack or something like legs, like legs of a, uh, like, as in like leg of a race. Ah. But uh, no, it's like lion fountains, but the fountain, because the fountains are, the water's off because of a drought. And they're like, oh, that's, there must be the museum. And I was like, well, eventually they do figure it out. Because uh, <laughs> Batman and Robin are fine, we discover. Um, yeah, so they leave. Yeah. The gang leaves and Batman and Robin immediately stand, stand up. They're like, all right, that worked. Yeah. So they go to the Batmobile, which is conveniently there. Um, yes. They call Commissioner Gordon on the bed, you know, the bat phone that's in the car. Um, that's when they find out the riddle and Robin figures it out. So before they call Gordon, I forget the exact like setup for this joke. Yeah. Robin's like, boy, howdy, Batman. Like, how do you do it? How do you get us out of these jams every time? Yeah. And he's just like, oh, well, we don't have time to go into it. 
yeah. <laughs> There's no time, Robin. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so good. Um. So yeah. So they get to the museum then because they're like that must be where he's going. Because now that they know about like he's going for like some ink and treasure, you know. Of course, there's a display like the the museum has that. Um, what did you think of this thing? Because Batman and Robin need to split up because Batman can't fit like through the window of the museum. Oh yeah. Well, so I will say before that happens, yeah. we cut to the gang inside. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, this is a cool scene. I did want to talk about too. Yeah, we get this funny bit where like one of the goons is just like. Like, they're looking for this Incan King's sarcophagus. Yeah. And one of the goons is just like, gee whiz, boss, I don't even know what an esophagus looks like. Yeah. Instead of sarcophagus. Yeah, esophagus is part of your throat. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we see, like, Riddler talking to Moth about these, like, medieval torture devices that are around yeah and he's like really getting off on it yeah i was gonna say he's got like the biggest boner for these things yeah and like that that fits with like how fucking creepy this riddler is yeah i i i i i'm sure it's intentional but i'm very off put by this riddler He's so creepy and weird and like unhinged. And I'm like, I don't like watching him. I wouldn't want to be around him. Like, no, I'm not saying Frank Gorshin is creepy, weird, and I don't want to be around him. He's doing a very good job giving me that feeling. I'm sure that's what they're going for. Oh, yeah. He just comes across as a very dangerous man. Yeah, which is good because he's a super villain. They're more powerful than regular villains. So, have you ever seen. Uh, Blue Velvet. I think I did. It was a long time ago. I, I wouldn't be able to remember much about it. So, um, the the villain in the movie, who's uh, his name is also Frank, which is funny, but like they have like the same energy uh god why can't i think of the actor's name it's played by the guy who plays uh king koopa in the mario movie dennis hopper dennis hopper that's it um yeah yeah i I haven't seen this movie i'm looking at notes because i know you're into it because it's a david lynch jaunt yes I think it's great. Uh, it's intense, though. So, lots of trigger warnings. I mean, it's got a lot of his regulars in it, like Kyle McLaughlin, Laura Dern. So, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. I mean, so more, more... how is it compared to like other David Lynch stuff? Is it more accessible? Yes. It's probably, I think it's with the exception of the Disney movie he directed, yeah. I'd say this is the most accessible. David Lynch movie. Okay. This and Wild at Heart are like pretty straightforward. Okay. Uh, I say give it a watch, but just be prepared. 
All right. I just I know that going into it. I'm kind of curious now. See someone it's else. About, it's like it's very dark. That's like the theme, like light yeah. and darkness. Yeah, so I haven't seen this. I think I was thinking a different movie that has like blue, it's blue something. Anyway, Dennis Hopper would have made a great Batman 66 villain. I mean, from what I know of him from the Super Mario Brothers movie in 1993, I would agree with that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. King Koopa and Frank have very, <laughs> like Adam West would have like clashed with both of those those bad guys pretty well. That's cool, though. Yeah. Well, I guess now everyone knows you're a David Lynch fan. They know. They know this about me. Yeah. I don't hide it uh, at all. Yeah. But yeah, I, what you yeah, were, we're saying. Oh, go ahead. All, yeah, we're going through all the torture devices. There's a, there's the rack, uh, you know, the thing that stretches you out. There's uh, that torture bathtub you get locked into. I can't remember what it's called. There's the wheel, you know, you get on it, you get spun. There's that head, iron mat, like mask, like head thing that you get, like, lock your head into. Yeah. There's the stocks, you know, the classic stocks. Yeah. Uh, very important that they specifically called attention to each and every one of these. Yeah. I was like, well, there's just, there was like, there's more than, and more of these than there are super villains. So I was like, maybe they won't all get stuck on these. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like you had said earlier, Batman and Robin arrive and and split up. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was them. awesome. Yeah, like we have to we get a solo Robin adventure here, and I got really excited. Like, so he's doing the the bat rope thing by himself, but he's talking to Batman through like a radio. So still get, we still get one of those scenes. We haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, uh, uh, which I, I, I love like bat those. climb. Yeah, I like those too. But then, like you know, Robin's in there and he meets the two goons. And we get a solo Robin fight scene, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, and he holds his own for like a little bit. Yeah, he does get overwhelmed by the two the two guys. Yeah. Uh, I but I thought it was uh interesting, like Batman, like Batman was very hesitant to let Robin go alone, but yeah. Robin was kind of like begging Batman. Yeah. So it's like seeds of, you know, Nightwing happening. Yeah. They won't let me be my own guy. Wow. Who yeah. who knew that they thought this far ahead? <laughs> like 18 years before Nightwing hits the comics. Yeah, I want to say Nightwing was late 80s, right? Yeah, like mid to late. Yeah. I don't have it offhand. I just know that's when that book was, uh, New Teen Titans was running. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have the first Nightwing appearance. Oh, I know I do. It's from the it's during the Judas contract. So, like, listen, we we talk about you being a David Lynch fan. I the New Teen Titans is like one of my favorite comics of all time. Hell yeah, that Wolfman it's, Perez runs awesome. It's really good. Yeah, uh, I haven't read all of it. I only have. I have the Judas contract issues. I have Terror of Trigon. No, I don't have that. I I have like after that, I have just like random issues here and there. Okay, those are like the two big stories that came out of it. 
Very cool. I I love that Teen Titans era. It's the is best Teen Titans Titan era. Has to still be a book. Is does that is that a book that comes out? Um. Yeah. Like the well, there's about to be a new Titans book. Um. Because in the event, like the aftermath of the last DC event, the Justice League or the you know, Dark Crisis Infinite Earths, the Justice League's not a thing, and the Titans are now like the premier superhero league. Oh wow! So yeah, so like you know, Dick Grayson's leading them, uh, and it's you know the classic team of Starfire, uh, Wally, Donna, Raven, Cyborg, and Beast Boy, who should just be Beast Man by now. Yeah, yeah, he maybe should should just go back to Changeling or something, but but I think that's cool. I mean, uh, several of those characters have been Justice League members before, so. It makes sense. But I, I like Dick Grayson in the DCU. Like he's a he's a different energy than Batman. He's not just like bat like Batman without the bat theme. No, yeah. He's he's great. Huh. Interesting. Maybe I'll try out a a DC comic. The Nightwing book has been really good for a while. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. There's uh the Batgirls book. I think the art looks really cool. I said I know that just got canceled, so it's gonna be ending soon. But <laughs> you, you can get the trades and pick it up that way. Yeah. I'll probably just get a DC Universe app for a month or two and then yeah, just read them and be done with it. Yeah. So you might as well wait till it's finished. Um I mean that isn't surprising. Batgirl in general never usually sells that well. And there's like 5 billion bat titles. So it's like you kind of need to... You, they have too many in my opinion, but that's a whole different conversation. That is. That is. Yeah. All right. Well, back to 1966. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin is captured, but uh, he uses some quick thinking because the Riddler is like, oh, you're alive? Is, is Batman alive? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, on the fly, he's like, no, you've killed him. I'm going to get revenge. Yeah, and like, it's pretty believable. Yeah, and like, that makes sense. Like, the two of them didn't talk about that ahead of time. So that was good quick thinking on Robin's part. Like, Robin could be like a good Batman replacement in this world, like, once he's a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, Outside, Batman knows something's wrong. It's been too long since he heard from Robin. Yeah. He uh he starts looking for another way in. He gets in the Batmobile and calls uh for backup. Yeah. Yeah, he calls Gordon to send you know, he's like, I'm at the museum, uh you know, send your officers. Robin's in trouble, I'm going in. Yeah. He uh there's a gate back behind the museum, like in the loading docks, and yeah. we get uh the new the new device for the Batmobile. Yeah, the Batram. Uh, which which if you paid attention last episode, you'd see it underneath the Batmobile because it kind of comes out from the bottom and flips out the front. So it's kind of a little battering ram, so you can just drive through stuff. Yeah, that's very cool. I did write that I think it looked a little comically small, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, Batman just drives into the building, he just smashes his way in. 
Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, you know? Sometimes you do. But didn't like a couple episodes ago, he used a laser to like blow up a door. Was that the Catwoman episode or something? Because remember, they're like, it's going to be booby trapped. And they just zapped it. Uh. (laughs) Uh. Riddler and his gang has found the sarcophagus. Oh yeah, the gang bring the two the two goons bring in Robin and they put him on the rack. And like Oh yeah, him. that's right. They did yeah. put him on the rack. Uh they find the sarcophagus and yeah, it looks like they've won except as they're all huddled over the sarcophagus, uh a shadow appears on the wall in front of them. Oh, and no. this is like this is, uh, I think this is the coolest application of this so far. I think so, too. Because so far it's been kind of silly when they've done it. Yeah, but this yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. Because especially, I think it's because they think Batman Batman's dead. And then all of a sudden, like, he's casting a giant bat shadow across them. Yeah. And they're being superstitious and cowardly lots, so. Yeah. It's, uh... It's cool. Yeah, the shadow of a bat appears on the wall. They turn around, Batman's alive. Yeah, because I think yeah, they just started setting up their solvent on the box containing the sarcophagus. I think he set a candle on it, so it's starting to melt. Uh, And then the sarcophagus says, don't expose the air, so it'll ruin the mummy. And that's, that's like the ticking clock Batman needs to solve. Yeah, because or else there's an international incident well, yeah, our friends from down south, which again, the Incas are from like South America, and like there's a the, the lost treasure Incas is a Peruvian thing, so it's, we're led to believe you know maybe it's Peru. Yeah, I, I think it's implied it's Peru. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get a fight scene. Yeah, Batman uh, just starts clobbering everybody. Yeah, Moth gets thrown into the. What is it called? The maiden's bathtub or something? So she doesn't get thrown into it. Uh, apparently on Facebook, the actress, like obviously years later, said uh, she said she told the Riddler crime doesn't pay and went to like escape. But then she tripped. And then she, she just is like, was just like, well, uh, and went into the bathtub. And then director liked it. So they kept it. So Batman like locks her in it. Cool. Apparently she was just supposed to get out. Oh my god, I just realized her name's Moth and like her weird cape thing around her arms kind of looks like wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like I, her I just put that together. I just yeah. thought it was like weird 60s fashion. <laughs> it could be, but she's definitely supposed to be like a character, like yeah. a moth. Because like Mousy didn't look like a mouse, you know? Some yeah. of the other river rats had like rat like mustaches and stuff, but yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. She should be Killer Moth. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know one other weird piece of trivia about the actress for Moth? No, what's that? She's like the heiress to the like Scott Tissue Paper Company. Really? My tissue paper company? Yeah, to your tissue paper company. <laughs> That's pretty weird and random. Yeah, it's just so random. Hey, that's fine. 
Anyway, uh, yeah, one of the goons gets locked in the iron mask. Yeah, Batman puts one in the stocks, and then... Oh, I loved when he, like, beat Riddler. He's got him by, like, the fingers. And it's like, like, Riddler's begging him for mercy and stuff. Uh, and, like, it may be... This episode, like, this, from the shadow of the bat to the end of this, bat, this Batman actually seems very intimidating. Yeah, he was, Normally, like... he doesn't, yeah. He was pretty brutal. Maybe it's because they had Robin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he beats the goons and, like, traps them in the different torture devices and then stops the solvent yeah and riddler sneaks behind him like trying to bash his brains in with oh, this... yeah, get the sword yeah 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 it's a really fake looking but it, you know it's, yeah it... the logic of this it's a real sword it looks yeah. like it's made of cardboard like yeah on on the modern tvs it looks nothing like a sword yeah And yeah, he's like bending his fingers back, asking for mercy. Yeah, and Batman basically threatens him, like, you'll get that after you spend your time. Maybe you'll become a productive member of society or whatever. Like, he's still giving his, like, ultra, like, goody two-shoes Batman speech, but, like, in a super intimidating way. And, like, he's clearly causing this dude a lot of pain and is putting him on a torture wreck. And then yeah. he spins it, too, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. He gives them a spin, and then the cops show up. Yeah, apparently uh, Chief O'Hara went to the wrong museum. He went to the Wax Museum. Which, Batman's like, fair. I can see why you thought that, because things were already taking place there. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I did think this funny. As he's getting Robin, like, untied, they, like, are talking in front of the goons and everyone, and talking about Aunt Harriet. Like, that's pretty pretty dumb of them. Yeah, very dumb. Especially since Robin was on TV negotiating for the safety of Aunt Harriet. Oh, yeah. A woman named Harriet. Yeah. What's her last name? I know they said it. Cooper. Cooper, that's what it is. Because I know it's not Grayson. Yeah. So it must be his mother's sister. Special Agent Harriet Cooper. Yo, what if that's a twist we find out later? Dude, I would lose my mind. She's like She's like a government plant to keep an eye on Batman. Yeah, to make sure he doesn't use that atomic. He doesn't go to the bad side, you know? Yeah. That will explain why she keeps falling for all these dumb ruses. Yeah, she's the one doing the rusing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think we got our our episode written. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh. As they take Moth away, she talks about how she regrets everything. Yeah. Batman says it's uh, a little too late for that. A moth that plays around with candles is bound to get burned. Mm-hmm. This Batman's the coolest. He's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the day is saved and... Batman, Robin, and uh, well, excuse me. Yeah. Stick and Aunt Harriet decide to visit the uh, the Inca Museum. Yeah, they come to the Inca Museum like, you know, in the next couple of days. 
and uh, they see the sarcophagus that they or the mummy that they found, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, Bruce talks about all the things that Americans have gotten from the Incas. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like so he's like oh yeah we've gotten the white potato and different kinds of corn from them but also yeah. like I feel like the Inca society was like super scientifically advanced yeah they had lots of like mathematics and stuff we also like there was a lot more contributions to that but like a lot of like staple foods that like you think you associate with like Europeans came from the Americas like I, like potatoes aren't from Ireland; they're from the Americas. You know. Oh, well, yeah. we learned something today. Yeah. Uh, Bruce sends us off with like he's almost like winking at the camera. Yeah, almost like this is a Superman movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh yeah, this was almost close to turning to dust. He he says. Yeah. That's our episode. Yeah, what did you think overall? Uh, I I liked it. I didn't dislike it. I think this is my least favorite of the Riddler episodes so far. I guess I could say that. But it's like almost as good. I, I, I think it gets off to a rocky start. Yeah, I can. I, it's got a lot of elements I like in it, but like it doesn't come together completely for me personally. It had a lot of cool things we haven't seen before. Like I said, Robin Solo stuff was cool. Like a new Batmobile thing is cool. I Frank Gorshin is an insane performance Eric, again. You know, yeah, he's so good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so good. I want to see him as a different villain, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Overall, what did you think of his plan? Where would you rate that? It's a good question, Scott. What would I rate his plan? Because I'm not sure exactly where I fall. I don't think I would do a three, but I don't think it's a one. I guess it would be a two then, but. Um, let's think about this. So give me a second to open. Why can't I open this? What are you trying to open? Backcast drive? Okay. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to see. Okay. All right. I'm in. It just keeps like checking a box instead of letting me in, but I got it. All right. Let's take a look at who we've given threes to. So the penguin, the penguin's running on all threes right now. Nice. Zelda and the Joker each have a three. And the Riddler's last plan was a three. Yeah, I don't think this is as good as Riddler's last plan. I mean, as far as a plan goes... I guess this was a lot more simple than his usually go. I mean... I think his international incident is more incidental in this one. 
Very much so. Yeah. His like big score. I mean, I feel like Batman says in the episode it only adds up to like a million dollars approximately. Which like Mad Hatter almost had a million dollars, you know? Yeah. But I do like how he would like used the riddle involving the wax museum to like trick Batman and Robin. And he did catch them. His only problem, the only reasons he didn't win kill him is uh, he let like a windows crack have light come in, and with the fumes and stuff, they ran. Away, they had to go away. They really should have just murdered them. Yeah, that's all these villains. Just like. Well, like I'm not trying. Your I know I'm not trying, and I'm not trying to hold against. Like I like that the the henchman called out the riddle riddler re- leaving riddles for the cops, but like that's the thing the riddler is. Like I can't hold that against him. You know what I mean? Like otherwise he's not the riddler. Yeah. God, that was great. Yeah. Especially since he doesn't have regular characters he interacts with. They're always like a weird themed gang that he just kind of supersedes. Yeah, these are like maybe the most normal. Yeah, I was gonna say the most boring. They're okay, like they're fine. Um, but like the other guys are a little more like they've been a little more goofy, or at least there has been more of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm good with the two. I I, I think it's fine. Two's fine. You think it's a two? I think it's well, a two. I, I was trying to debate like why not a three. Yeah, I guess I don't really have a good excuse for why not a three. I was see, because I'm thinking like why a three? Like I don't feel like it gets that high. I don't think this was a super challenging uh thing for the the Batman and Robin. Yeah, like Batman, they were right behind them every step of the way, pretty much. Yeah, like yeah. They, they weren't really on the back foot. In fact, they had the advantage at one point when they thought that they were dead. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, a two it is. Yeah, because at least in like like Penguin's plans, like they were conf- confuddled at some point. Like, you remember when he was like trying to do the thing where like he's getting Batman and Robin to sort of solve his plans, his crimes for him? You know, they're like, they, they didn't have that figured out yet. They're like, what's going on with this weird umbrella? Or like, they they couldn't make it through like his like weird mind games with like turning the police against them and stuff. Yeah. yeah a, you know what I mean? Like to me, that's what separates a three from a two, that kind of stuff. Which is why the, the two penguin stories we had, I think, have those two threes. Cool. I'm Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And again, these aren't like a rating on like how much we enjoy these episodes or these villains or anything like that. We're trying to think, we're trying to decide who we're trying to figure out who Batman's arch villain is in this series. Cause most yeah. other iterations of Batman, like you kind of have their like big defining villain. Yes. And it's almost usually the Joker. Yeah. But I don't think off the bat, like it is the Joker in this one. Like this, he's. I think this Batman's got a more well-rounded rogues gallery. Yeah, compared to other versions of Batman. Yeah. So yeah, that's part of the experiment for this. So we get a little stinger at the end of the episode. Uh, 
Next week, we're facing off with the Joker. Although we've been lied to before. It has happened before. I, I do think next episode is Joker Trump's an ace, though. Gotcha. Which has Joker in the title, so I assume it's him. Yeah. What if it's just like... It's like Bookworm or something. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> like gamble. It's like some gambling ring. That would be that would be really funny. It's like the Royal Flesh Gang. That would be really cool. I don't. Did they, were they? I don't think they were a thing yet in the comics. Yeah, I'm not sure when they got started. Yeah, but we could quickly see. Oh, March 1966. Oh, wow. So they might have been too new. And they they're, they first appeared in the Justice League. Okay, so they weren't like a Batman thing yet. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. That's Hey, that's cool. It is pretty cool. I'm into it. All right. We got anything else today? I don't know. That's it for us. Anything you need to plug? Yeah, we got a free comic book day coming up at Level Up Entertainment. Uh, I'm not sure when this episode's coming up. I believe it will still be before then. Uh, so on May 6th, um, come out. Uh, it's giant size free comic book day. I'm trying to make this one bigger and better. I've got a, uh, you know, we got Natasha Allegri, creator of Being Puppy Cat and Fiona and Cake, uh, is going to be there. Um, we're going to have, uh, uh, we're having charity raffles, we're having pinball tournament, having board gaming. Um, there's going to be sales and tons of artists and vendors, a live performance by the video game cover band Super Thrash Brothers, uh, costume contests with cash prizes, uh, lots of cool stuff happening. You can see everything on our website, levelupentertainment.com slash FCBD. Um, you can see everything that's going on there, and we may or may not have more stuff to announce as this month rolls on. So that will be where all of the current information currently is. Yeah, and... Uh... Swing by and say hi to Kayla, mm-hmm. who's been on our uh, both holiday special episodes. She's going to be there uh, vending for our uh, little screen printing company, Speech Bubble Apparel. Yeah, and they'll have the they'll have some of the free comics too. They're going to have the Archie Comics presents Horror Stories comic. Yeah, of course we got to get Archie mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, we're going to try to have some uh, Batman 66 uh, bootleg, of course, uh, merchandise. So yeah, unless you're a DC lawyer, please uh, please swing by the table. Yeah, so a DC lawyer might have problems with the rest of this podcast too, but. Oh, well, if you're a DC lawyer, uh, consider. Consider leaving us alone. Consider getting fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. with that, I hope you all, uh, I bid you all a good day, and uh, we'll catch you here, same backcast time, same backcast channel.